Welcome back to Juxtaposition. I'm JC and LC. Welcome back for another week. Another week. We are back at it, my man. How are you doing, brother? You had a good week? I had a great week. Um, it's it's been it's been busy but productive. Um, and more than anything, I feel spiritually locked and loaded, brother. Um, Ooh, it's a blessing. I like it. It really is a blessing. Like when you like are leaning into God in a um, and and not doing it in a half hearted way. Um, yeah. And yeah. to really see the results and to see the overflow into my family and it just. I'm blessed, bro. I'm blessed. Nah, that's that's awesome here. And I love how you said you're feeling locked and loaded spiritually, brother. I mean, let's let's uh let's pull the, the chamber back, man. Get around in that chamber. Get, get get ready to start shooting some rounds down range. Let's brother. get it. Let's um, get it. But uh I, I too had a very blessed weekend and I hope for the audience, listen, I hope you guys also have experienced our father's abundance that has been just overflowing in so many different ways. I, I hope, you know, as you hear us talk about us having a blessed week, it doesn't seem uh, outside of your bounds of what mm -hmm. you've been able to live yourself. So I, I hope you all have had a dope and awesome week. Um, and speaking of weeks, last week, uh, mm -hmm. if you didn't hear, we had dropped the five-minute Friday. And I pray yes. that, you know, that what you heard was not only – digestible but created an opportunity for some self-reflection mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really big on on that right that provoking ourselves to be a little self-reflective and mm -hmm. that message was titled unconditional christianity and mm -hmm. as you look on your phones mm -hmm. now i guarantee you see unconditional christianity extended so right. for our core listeners out there guys have been with us from the beginning you already know how many me and jc gonna do yep yeah. you know the drill baby we're about to go ahead and carve this elephant up and serve it around so I hope everybody has their plates and are prepared for some meaty substance, bro. Yeah, let's dive but, in. But, um, yeah, let's dive in. So when you and I first started talking about this unconditional Christianity, I remember taking some moments after we had talked about it. Mm -hmm. um, I was I was trying to identify, like, how many of us in our lives have actually experienced a Christian mm -hmm. that exemplified what it meant to live unconditionally. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought about like, okay, maybe, you know, especially if you were raised in a church, mm -hmm. maybe that would maybe saw it from your pastor or what we used to call the mother of the church. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, well, maybe some saw it at home based on what your life's experience was with mommy and daddy. Maybe you experienced that unconditional uh, lifestyle there. And then I started thinking about, how many marriages, how many friendships mm. have we actually experienced that showcase what it means to operate as an unconditional Christian? Right. And, you know, like I said, I started the conversation with, you know, we're going to carve up this elephant, bro. I, I, I said it because I understand that identifying yourself as an unconditional Christian or not, it may feel like the elephant in the room, right? Meaning right. that if we're honest, many of us haven't seen living examples of, unconditional love and mm -hmm. unconditional love if you listen again back to five been a friday you will understand why i call it unconditional love just now instead of unconditional christianity because they are one in the same mm -hmm. um because the reality is bro our society that we live in has truly limited our ability to identify mm -hmm. unconditional christianity and it has nothing to do with like how good we do this church thing or being a good mom or being mm -hmm. a great dad or a good spouse etc it's more about showcasing that godly love mm -hmm. that holds no conditions, mm -hmm. right? 
And we as believers, we call on the name of Jesus and we, 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 we believe in him for all these things that we desire in our life. You know, a sound mind, perseverance, deliverance, abundance. However, with our nonstop requests, mm -hmm. you know, have we ever considered asking, what is it that Jesus has asked us to do? Mm -hmm. And transparently, we'll get back to that. I'm definitely going to tackle that, that subject matter towards the end of this. Right. But do we realize, bro, the access to the very blessings that we've been desiring, maybe tied up from being released because of the conditions that we put in place, mm. dictating the way we treat people and how we even respond to them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So from your perspective, JC, I would love for you to lay out your understanding of what does it look like walking as an unconditional Christian? And frankly, what are the implications if we're not walking in that manner? Yeah. I, so as you were talking, the Holy Spirit led me to uh, Galatians and to Romans that I did not initially have this top of mind. But I think you and I, we, we talk about things that to the common man seem very unrealistic. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we, we talk about things that are very challenging to, the, to our humanity. Yeah. Like you're telling me to give unconditional love like like yeah. really so galatians <laughs> chapter 5 verse 25 says if we live by the spirit let us also keep in step with the spirit mm. um and then to build upon that uh galatians 5 chapter 5 uh verse 16 through 17 says but i say walk in the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh mm. for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and yep. the desires of the spirit are against the flesh for these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. And lastly, I'll, I'll sprinkle in Romans here, Romans chapter eight, verse 14 for all who are led by the spirit of God are sons of God. So I think, you know, the Holy Spirit led me to this is because you and I are not talking about self-help techniques. We yes. are not talking about manufacturing things that we can conjure up within ourselves. We are talking about defying the laws of gravity. Yeah, we are talking yeah. about juxtaposing the flesh with the spirit of God, the spirit mm. of God that has the ability to transform our very existence in, the, in this life that we live and to be the son of God, to be sons of God, um, are to do things that God has asked us to do, even when it is hard, even when right. it doesn't make sense, even when we have a right to do the opposite. Right. Um, so to your point um, and, and your question, do we realize the access to the very blessings we are desiring may be tied up? from being released because of the conditions we put on people said another way, do we realize that we are not coming into the fullness of the blessings, the prosperity, the health, the wealth, mm. the strength, the abundance that God has made available to us because we refuse to be obedient to what God mm. has asked us to do. Love that. Love that. One thing the Holy spirit going to do is drop a bar. Yes, because because that, 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 that was not me. But let me get back to myself. I, I hope those who have an ear, uh, ear they, they heard what, what, what was just said. Yeah, not um, beautiful, beautiful. Um, all glory to God. But um, I want to start also back to one of your comments about um, some of the examples we might have seen beyond. Yeah. And I think I kind of highlighted, you know, the very blessings that we, you know, might be uh, missing out on. 
But, you know, to your point of, you know, just a broader understanding as walking as unconditional. I want to start with unconditional love, for example, before I lean into Christianity. But um, you talked about parenting. You gave that example of like you might you might have seen a a parent who gave unconditional children, uh, unconditional love to their children. So as all of you know, at this point, well, we're in a new season. So for those who don't know, I am a single man, bachelor, very happily blessed. um, and, And I don't have kids. Um, and however, I've been raised by two amazing human beings, um, Mm -hmm. named Leslie Carl Caesar and Jacqueline Bouvier Caesar, who I love (laughs) dearly. Um, and, and they were incredibly selfless humans. Um, and while no parent is perfect, Elsie, you can identify with this. No parent is perfect. However, I have seen that parents consistently sacrifice for their children without conditions per se. For example, let's dive into it. You, especially you guys with children or we all were children at one point, so we can identify with, with either side. Um, as a child or being a parent, that child may get in trouble at school. Uh, they, yeah. may, they may not follow instructions. They may even cause some heartache in the house, right? That child yeah. may do things that cause some disruption in the home, but in most cases, the parent is still going to make sure that that child has a warm bed to sleep in each yeah. night. They're going to make sure that child has a hot meal. They're going to make sure that that child has hot water to bathe in. Uh, and this is natural. This is what is innate for most parents to give this unconditional love. And they do this because it's what the child is, what they truly value. Yeah. And they truly cherish this child they don't just say they do yeah they mean it and they follow through with action not once not twice consistently bro i mean i've even heard like alana and your wife other mothers talk about and even fathers talk about um you know the love of having a newborn child Mm, yes i love that from the smell of a baby, right? Mm-hmm. The, the look mm-hmm. in the baby's eyes, the way they hold your finger, the way, yeah. or if they're your children, the way they stick their fingers up your nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, or the way they can just make your heart melt by just being present with you. These parents, yeah. they see some intangible return on their investment something that's not material but it's intangible yeah um and and they see that and that that return on their time they see the return on their patience the self-sacrifice the dedication and the love so these parents are willing to do or give this unconditional love and and all these other unconditional things for someone a child who cannot do much for them besides be a recipient of those things that I've mentioned. And again, parents are doing this because they value this gift, their child. They're willing to love, they're willing to give, they're willing to be unconditional. So bringing it back into context with what you were saying, Christianity, I hate to say it in this way, but many of us have not truly experienced the God we serve. Um, like Mm. even some might've thought it was a little weird that I kind of mentioned Holy Spirit and that wasn't me. Like the God we serve, um, he draws outside the lines and, and, and in terms of what your, uh, Bible study teacher taught you at school, right? Um, the God and, and, and who we serve is a living God. He cannot be confined purely to, um, what you think his, his ways are higher. 
his thoughts are higher. So you can know the Bible front, backwards, upside down, and still know that you prophesy in part, you know, in part, you, you don't full, you can't fully wrap your head around mm -hmm. the, the, the depth of this God. Yeah. Um, so that's why I say many of us have not experienced the God we say we serve. Uh, this God who is a giver, right? Mm -hmm. um, and before you get upset with that comment that I, a uh, 33-year-old man, would have the audacity to say that <laughs> you have not experienced the God we serve, I, I want to challenge you in this and, and say that the God that I, I'm talking about, uh, when you experience him, he changes you. Yes. And he changes you consistently. Yes. Right. Ever heard of the phrase dying daily, right? That's mm -hmm. not a work done by yourself. It's a work done with him. Um, so, yeah, I get it. You don't smoke no more. You, you, you're not running up the nightclub like you used to. You're not taking shots and all the above like you used to do back in the day. But what has God changed within you mm. over the past couple of months? Mm. Let alone last year. What What, what is different? about you um beyond your weight beyond your hair color beyond you know the clothing that you have mm. um many of us have been the same person or excuse me many of us are the same person yeah that we have been yeah. for years and 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 somehow we think god is in alignment with that and 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 if we're not changing again i challenge you are you truly experiencing the father the father who corrects the father who disciplines mm. So again, if you do say you are experiencing this God, what has he corrected in you recently? Yeah. So going back to our Heavenly Father, who's a giver, many of us, um, you know, while we're experiencing these blessings that are dropped throughout our life on a daily basis, um, this God, he protects us, right? We should have been in the accident. Yeah. Uh, he allowed that shooter to not consider our our children's school. Mm -hmm. This God who allows our heart to beat nearly 100,000 times a day. We get these blessings, half of those that I, I mentioned you don't acknowledge. Um, and then we just take this form of being just like any other religion. We keep yeah. a set of rules. Yep. We show up to certain events. We manage a set of activities all at the expense of experiencing the God who is transforming or who intends to transform you to be like his son. Yeah. An unconditional giver, mm. an unconditional lover. Um, and it is by this genuine experience, Elsie, that we are able to return what has been first given to us a life that gives without conditions. And no, that does not mean LC or JC or anybody's going to be perfect, but what we will have is evidence. Yes, yes. Evidence yeah. of a genu genuine and sincere, unconditional love yeah. that goes beyond your four children that you love dearly, Leslie. It will go beyond those tangible things in this earth. And the implications, I alluded to some of them earlier, but the implications of not walking in this manner are immense. And I've shared it before, but we wonder why we don't draw people to the God we say we love mm -hmm. while they're suffering in their marriage, while they're suffering in their finances, while they're suffering in their addictions, while they're suffering with no guidance in life. They desperately need a savior. Yeah. But we cannot draw people to this God we say we love. Yeah. Or 
We're unable to see basic things, but important things like relationships. We're unable to see those relationships that are broken flourish, despite all the opposition that has been set against them. For example, Elsie and I, we shared our story just last month. Yep. And unconditional love brought us to this place where we are today. Not yep. conditions, my brother. Yep. Like you said in that episode, take a look back. If you guys want to really understand Elsie and I, take a look back at that episode. It was called Our Story, The Origins of JC and Elsie. Um, we could have been, like you said, like thousands, millions, arguably, of siblings who only speak during the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like... Or 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 using my like since we're talking siblings, I can use my other sibling. Got one other sibling. If my sister being a resident in my home was contingent on her meeting my conditions, let's just say she wouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. Why? Mm -hmm. Why is that? Because mm -hmm. she's flawed and human, just like I am. Yeah. So if we lived with all these conditions, I would be personally in this world without so much love and support that I haven't always realized I needed. Yeah. And many of us are walking around without so much of the very things we need. So much is left on the table, Elsie, including yeah. a true walk with God that has the ability to transform us into the image of God's son, Jesus, the Christ who died for you. Yeah. Purely because we're so tied to our condition. So we got to ask ourselves, what is the evidence of our conditions thus far? Mm. Being right yet trampling over every relationship and having folks look at you as the furthest example from God you claim to love and serve? Bro, as you were um, talking, it was probably about eight different times I wanted to just jump in because you were just hitting on so many points. So I, one thing I really want to go back to make sure we understand the transformation piece of it. If we're comfortable being the same way we were last year, that's a problem. None of us should be. Okay. And, and again, it's it's almost like saying that I go to the gym every day, but yet my body still looks the same. Or I see it all the time. Like and and it's crazy because it's like, yeah, you're in here. Sure, you have the membership, Physically. sure, mm -hmm. but you have no evidence of like and again, who's gonna come to you and say, Hey brother, I wanna can I train with you? Can right. I can I can I grow with you? Like that's that's what we're talking about. And I'm even and you know, you brought this up. I can't I wanna say it was few episodes ago, we brought up Gandhi um, and I actually mm. was able to find an article. Um, it was in the Harvard Crimson. This was written um, in 1927. Mm. And Gandhi said, I like your Christ, but I don't like your Christianity. Mm. And that to me is so That's unfortunate, so unfortunate because it's like, Again, people can see this God in so many different ways, but the evidence that should be coming from us, it's 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 stomped out because again, and when I when we talk about religion, again, those keeping of these rules and putting these conditions in place to make yourself seem self-righteous, like you mm -hmm. like you are above everyone else because well, you know what God do for me, and it's only because I did this and the third, that's why I got like that is nonsense. Mm -hmm. It just is, and you know. The biggest thing, bro, that I've been realizing is that most of us face some interesting times because we whitewash or overlook this one aspect, mm. our true acceptance of him. Yeah. In other words, in our heart, we are doing 
what our mouth is doing the opposite of, right? So mm-hmm. I can sit here and mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. I have faith, but my heart mm-hmm. is in a complete opposite mm-hmm. direction. And yeah, and just like you said, I ain't trying to get anybody upset, but I am calling out your faith. It's mm-hmm. through your faith that you're able to operate in this unconditional Christianity lifestyle that we're talking about. And for example, Romans five chapter Romans chapter five verse five it says, "Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight." By faith, mm-hmm. we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Mm-hmm. Because of our faith, mm-hmm. Christ has brought us into a place of undeserved privilege That's... where we now stand. And we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing, mm-hmm. sharing God's glory. We can rejoice, too, mm-hmm. when we run into times of trouble. And mm-hmm. trials, mm-hmm. for we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance mm-hmm. develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confidence and hope of salvation. Mm-hmm. And this hope will not lead to disappointment or shame, mm-hmm. for we know how dearly God loves us because mm-hmm. He has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with His love. Mm-hmm. So, folks, the inability to juxtapose how we see this thing, it, it, it causes us to operate in a way that if you read what I, or if you look at what I just read and you don't connect with that, it reflects where your faith really resides. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's one thing to say that you have faith, but when you are tested, cause you will be tested as clear as day. It's, it's evident everywhere. We're all tested. When you are tested, what spirit rises up? When you're tested, are you full of peace or frustration, right? Because with wavering faith, it is impossible to accept that not only does God love you, but he, his love discards all of our flaws, right? And this is why we are hindered with the ability to replicate his form of love with one another. Once again, you know, it has been made available for all of us to, to accept. If you do what? Again, you've guessed it. Accept his version through faith, accept his version of love, not the world's conditional form of love, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, if you would go to um, Galatians chapter 2. Can I pause you really quickly? Yeah, please, go ahead. Um, you know, so Romans ten seventeen says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Mm-hmm. And I just, I wanted to just mm-hmm. sprinkle mm-hmm. that in there. Yeah, no, that's um, good. And, and I think it's important because... I think it's easy for us, especially those more tenured saints. I think it's easy for us to feel frustrated or like we are full of shame or condemnation if we don't connect with what you said. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's again, there's no there's no need. God disciplines the child he loves. Right. (laughs) Hence the earlier comments that I made. And if we are saying that we are going to do God's work, Elsie and I, we have to, to, to give you what our father has given us. Right? Yes. This is yes. not the JCLC way of life. Right. We, we are reading the basic right. instructions before leaving earth, the Bible. So um, I just think it's imperative and I'm going to talk about it a little later on, but I think it's imperative to underscore that your faith is not, it, it does not come from osmosis. You're born with a measure of it, but it has to be developed. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I just wanted to make it clear that um, going back, Elsie, to your gym analogy, 
Mm-hmm. As I said, I see it all the time, every day. There are people who are physically in the gym every single day, as often as I am, and they are underdeveloped physically, yep. right? Yep. Um, and I'm not some of y'all like, well, Justin, everybody ain't trying to you know, get a six pack. But uh, listen, I watch these people. Like I see the lackadaisical, just lack of empathy, mm-hmm. lack of just, they are physically there, but their mind is elsewhere. They're Distracted. thinking about the, 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 the donuts they're going to eat when they leave. So the yeah. point of me saying that is that we have to, in this season, if we are expecting to be able to have a form of unconditional love show up in our life, we have to ensure that we are building our faith by hearing the word of God. Just wanted to underscore that. No, and I love that you did that because, again, I believe that, you know, especially coming into season two, one thing that you and I really prayed about as it relates to what juxtaposition is going to represent in mm. this season, it's about the application of these things. Love that you said that. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's, it, and that's what we're talking about, folks. Again, it's not oh, we figured out this thing, and you you got to get like it, we get it. it. Takes time to hold on. You may not be fully developed, but you got to at least put in the effort. And like I, like you said, for one, I'm not asked for anybody to agree with us. Because here's the thing, it's the fruit of your life that will show you the evidence of what you're doing and not doing. I don't Absolutely. have to I don't have to know you. I don't have to know what your situation is, but the fruit of your existence is going to showcase that. So you can either be frustrated consistently year after year, mm-hmm. or you guys try to get off the bench and get in the game and try to do something a little different than what you've been accustomed to. And you know, and again, this is also about spiritual accountability, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I say that because, again, you know, going back to where I was hitting at in Galatians chapter two, if you guys are to read that, that's Paul. Can I uh, pause you one more time? Yeah, I'm go sorry, go brother. Ahead, go Please ahead, forgive go me. Ahead. No, no, because um, I was going to do it to you. So I'm glad that you're getting yours. And, and, get and, <laughs> and I love that you mentioned spiritual accountability because my spiritual mentor, I'm sure she's going to hear this and she does not know because I did not ask for approval. But we're going to have her on this on, on our podcast <laughs> this season. That'd I, be I, awesome. I, I, I spoiled it. But um, spiritual accountability is incredibly important. Uh, if you expect to, this is why people have. Um, accountants. This is why people have dietitians. This is why yeah. people have therapists. Like yeah. we, 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 we need help. Yeah. Uh, but I just also wanted to build very quickly. Love that you reinforced that this season is about application and application will give birth to the elevation that you need in Amen. your life that we Amen. all need. But I also want to build, right? So you get the faith, say, okay, JC, like I'm, 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 a, I'm going to really work um, to, to be more intentional about hearing the word of God. The application really goes beyond just my faith growing because I heard the word of God. James chapter one, verse 22 uh, through 25 mentions, but be doers of the word and not mm-hmm. hearers only deceiving yourselves. We as human beings, we I'm even going to say the scripture at this point, if y'all been listening, y'all know how we have an ability and a vulnerability to deceive ourselves. But the Bible continues on and says, for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, um, and uh, sorry, my, um, I don't, I don't have the full. Okay. I gotta, okay. Let me, let me back up. Be um, doers of the word and not hearers of the word deceiving yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural mm-hmm. face in the mirror. For he observes himself, goes forgets. away, and yep. immediately forgets, forgets what, what kind of man like. he was. So I'll stop there. That was James 1, 22 to 24. So I just want to, I just had this. Sorry, bro. I just had to no, build don't before apologize, you get to Galatians. No, no, you got, we, um, we got, we got to set these, 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 these foundational steps because again, 
it's one thing to hear this stuff, but some of us do need to understand the how and even the so yeah. what behind it all. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I think that's exactly what you're calling out. So, like, please keep interrupting, especially you're going to add additional, you know, seasoning on, on, on this steak right now. We got to get this right. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I want to make sure that we are serving the people the information so when they do turn this podcast off, you do feel transformed. You mm-hmm. you do have the the empowerment to say, you know what, I am going to put into action the things I've heard today to test and see what God does with me in this season. And I think mm-hmm. that's where you will see the growth. You will see the manifestation of all the things that we've been hoping and praying for. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and again, from a spiritual accountability, like. Y'all may not like y'all don't know how much JC could get on my nerves sometimes, y'all, with this accountability <laughs> thing. And and me and him. And it's not even like get on nerves like a negative thing. It's like, no, bro, hey, did did you where are you at yeah. today? Where's your mind at? Like, yeah. especially when somebody could call you or you you call somebody, be like, what what's up? I feel you. I feel your mm-hmm. your weight through the mm-hmm. phone. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, that's an opportunity to say, okay, woo woo. Let me back up, look myself in the mirror. Okay, let me readjust who I am, juxtapose my current reality, and lean on what my father has made available. You know what I'm saying? Iron sharpening iron. That's all. But there I you go. There you go. You, bro. There Sorry. you go. But uh, no, you're good. So back to what I was saying about our brother Paul, the great apostle. Mm-hmm. Um, he said it best, and he was actually confronting Peter, his spiritual brother. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, for the Jews and mm-hmm. and aspect, and but he saw his spiritual brother operating outside of what God would want him to do, right? Operating outside of God's love. And again, read Galatians chapter two, folks, the, the, for yourself to kind of get some more context of where I'm going at. But I'm going to get to the confrontation piece that, mm-hmm. that was uh, discussed. It says Galatians chapter two, verse 15 through 19. You and I are Jews by birth, not sinners like the Gentiles. Yet we know that a person is made right with God by faith in mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, not by obeying the law. Right. So this go back to those church rules and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have believed in Christ Jesus so that we may so that we might be able to be made right with God because of our faith in Christ, not because we have obeyed the law for no one will ever be made right with God by obeying the law. But suppose we seek to be made right with God through faith in Christ, and then we are found guilty because we have abandoned the law. Would that mean Christ has led us into sin? Absolutely not. Rather, I am a sinner if I rebuild the old system of the law that was already torn down. For when I try to keep the law, it condemned me. Mm. So I wonder for the audience, what, what are those religious conditions that have been hindering from replicating the same love that God provides you in spite of your back of the closet activities that nobody know about. Well, but yet when you're on the forefront, because at this moment you are your best day, you're unable to lead, let your shoulder be leaned on by somebody because in your eyes, they made too much of a big error. So you're like, mm, I don't know about that one. I will we'll have to see like that to me is, is really devastating. So even on that, bro, like, I mean, I know you already been giving me your thoughts, but, but let's get some more rounds down, down the field on this one. So what are your additional thoughts related to how we're allowing these conditions to essentially kind of hold us back? So I want to say two things. And the first one is because I refuse to interrupt you again. When you were talking. <laughs> um, Paul, I, you know, to the point of spiritual accountability um, and I heard it not too long ago reference and it brings a lot of light. For those who don't know, um, 
Peter walked with Jesus, right? He was one of the 12 disciples. Paul came after the fact, right? Yeah. Paul was not even in, he was not amongst the disciples when Jesus, he was out here. He literally that like before he got into the 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 following Christ mindset, he was out here persecuting. So for a man who was transformed that by part. God, um, to be able to approach a brother who walked with Jesus. That part. I mean that mm -hmm. that's a that's mm -hmm. evidence of of, mm -hmm. of 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 what humility birthed. It birthed mm -hmm. us the ability to read these words and now apply them to ourselves. Absolutely. I also want to also add a little bit of light for um, our, our brothers and sisters who are a little unfamiliar with certain things that we're saying in terms of like not following the law, church rules, and I I want to make it very clear um, that you know there's a lot of scripture that can be unpacked, but I think you even highlighted there that, you know, um, there's an inability for us. The reason why Jesus came, there was an inability for us to fulfill the law, right? Like yep. we, we yep. have the, the law has been fulfilled through Jesus Christ, which is why our job is not to check these boxes. Right. And I want to pull in James two chapter, excuse me, Ch James chapter two, verse uh, 10 to highlight something for us, for those of us who are not familiar. So James chapter two, verse 10 says, for whoever keeps the whole law, but fails in one point mm. has become guilty of it of all. So mm. this is why we don't try to, you know, um, go back to this mosaic covenant, right? Because mm -hmm. if you do one thing wrong, you're guilty mm -hmm. of it all, right? Mm -hmm. So this is why it's like, let me not be in bondage to trying to keep rules to be right and wrong. I know we're going to talk this a different episode, right and wrong, but um, I just wanted to highlight that. So there's no confusion with people who are like, wait, what? What am I supposed to do? What am I not supposed to do? Like it's, it, and 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 here it's a journey, right? I didn't yes. know all this, I'm, you know. Yes. So, but but anyway. Um, my thoughts on a lot of the comments that you were saying, I, I really think to the point of the law and, and these checking of the boxes, I really think it's easier for us Christians to follow something that has self-indulgent rewards. Mm. For example, I served at church this week. I served at the church pantry. I gave to the charitable organization. I paid for someone's groceries. I didn't send. I didn't sleep with that woman. I didn't, you know, covet that, you know, donkey from my neighbor's house. Like it's, it, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 we have a vulnerability, a propensity. We're susceptible to be self-absorbed creatures. And that is because mm -hmm. the Bible makes it clear. There is no good thing in this flesh. This is why we do this whole yeah. Jesus thing, juxtaposition, just JCLC. This is why we're here to yeah. really help us defy the, the 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 callings of the flesh. And as quiet as it's kept, we all want the glory, bro. Yeah, we don't we don't want to give yep. it away. We want the yep. glory, and I mean, all of us have been there. And if you ain't there currently, you fighting to stay away from that position yes. of, of of trying to absorb the, the glory. Yep. So, um, back to and this is a build kind of to the whole faith or lack thereof, if our Jesus time is only when we feel like getting a word or only when we're facing a challenge or only mm. on Sunday or only during Bible study or only if we're listening and halfway invested in the conversations mm. and the teachings, because these, you know, distractions are, are revealing what we truly matter, what truly really matter to us. But um, we, if, 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 if those things apply to you, you cannot expect to embody the nature of Christ. Yep. Especially even real quick, bro, because I'm gonna jump in on you real quick for this Go one. Ahead, Especially if you get offended when you're asked, "Well, what did you learn?" 
and how you're applying it. That shouldn't cause offense. That's an, that's an area of opportunity to say, okay, well, l- let me showcase what my father has done in the sense of, okay, I went to church. That's good. So but, what? So what? What are you going to now? You got the weapons. What are you going to do with them? You just going to put them in the closet or are you going to put them to use? And to the point of the weapons, spiritual warfare is real. Like if, if you are a diluted Christian, man and woman of God, when life knocks on you this year, when we go experience this political instability, this, this financial turmoil, I mean, we have no idea. This is February. There's so much more to come. Yep. Yep. If you, if you can't take the tough, the tough correction now, I mean, and, and mm-hmm. the tough corrected, that's like, that's like resistance in the gym. It hurts me yes. when I work out. Yes. I'm sweating. I'm like huffing and puffing because there's resistance. But let me trip and fall. I guarantee you I'm going to be able to catch myself in a way a weak man can't. In that part. So back to this, the, 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 the building of our faith, the building of the, the arsenal of our, of our tools this is why we are doing things, Elsie, like fasting. Mm-hmm. For, mm-hmm. for example, just using that as an example, we yep. humble ourselves before God to submit our flesh to him as he builds our spirits at the expense of us feeding our flesh. Yep. So when we go beyond praying for stuff and our blessings and our healing and our money, and when we start praying for prayers like wisdom, Mm. father give me more wisdom give me more discipline give me more spiritual maturity then bro that is when we can go beyond these religious mechanics that just serve ourselves Mm. yes let's let's keep it in context you can't show up to the food pantry and feed somebody but if you cannot deliver a soul-saving message something that penetrates a heart and creates the ability for someone else to then come and water that seed that you planted if you cannot do that how can we expect increase to happen in their life? These people, yes, are showing up to the food bank, but they need more than aquafina. They need the living water of God. Or rat-a-tat-tat is the sound of the get. Boy, you know, just, <laughs> just, just lay down some heat. But for boy. real, though. No, like, I, but I, I, no, but I get it because, you know, even you have folks that say like, well, you know, I always have people come to me and they just want to, you know, vent and let out what their frustrations are in life. And that's cool. That's great. I mean, people need to have somebody to sometimes, you know, release their venting out to, but then what do they get from you? Then what? what, what I what, feel what better are you, for a moment. Yeah, like, what are you being able to exemplify in your walk that consistently gives them the opportunity to say, okay, I need to go ahead and get refined, right? And this is where, you know, we're at this critical time of this conversation where, again, we got to be self-reflective within our lives, right? And review based on what we've experienced that some of our experiences, guys, has unfortunately shaped or blinded us from not being able to accept Christ through faith. But being, and not, and because of that, it has limited us of actually being that actual walking example that you have been talking about, right? And the thing is, some of us are attempting to walk like God, right? And I, and, and what I mean by that is like, Okay, I hear you guys, but I, I I try to walk in love. I try to walk in grace, but y'all don't know the spouse I'm married. Y'all don't yeah. know how my kids be like. And trust me, I get it. You might even feel like you're doing it by yourself, but this is the good work. This yeah. is that. This is that. This is that test that you need to stand firm. And I get your your husband still acting like a knucklehead. 
still stand on faith, right? And 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 again, it's about you not allowing your circumstances and your past and how you was raised to dictate how you move forward, right? Because mm-hmm. I believe it's important that for one, we got to realize that some of our baggage that we carry and some of this disbelief that again hinders our ability to operate in unconditional love. Some of these guys come from church hurt, right? Some of y'all was sat down from the choir. Some of y'all was <laughs> talked about by the deacon or whatever the case is. Some of this, some of your hurt also comes from parental disappointment. Yo, your mom and daddy wasn't there for you. Mm-hmm. Or even worse, you, you had a mom and daddy and because you saw their humility, meaning you saw how flawed and jacked up they really were when you matured, now you write them off and act like uh, they're, they're disgusting, right? And it's it's even sometimes we find and even with the parental piece of it, we don't even identify. Sometimes we put people on pedestals often only to watch them fall out of our favor because now we disagree with the action that they may have taken or because now they have offended me. So now I get to just ride them off. Mm-hmm. And 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 guys, this is this goes so far against how we should be operating. And, and I want to just highlight again from example, first John chapter 14 verse 16 to through 19 it says all who declare that jesus is the son of god have god living in them Mm -hmm. and they live in god we know how much god loves us and we have put our trust in his love god is love and all who live in love live in god Mm -hmm. and god lives in them and as we live in god our love grows more perfect So we will not be afraid on the day of judgment, but we can face him with confidence because we live like Jesus here in this world. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. We love each other because he loved us first. And and I want to really kind of go back to that verse 18 because you literally have, you you know, you said it earlier about, I don't want to make anybody offended about not experiencing God, but it just says this here. Mm -hmm. Such love has no fear because the perfect love expels all fear. If you are afraid, it is a fear of punishment. And this shows that you have not fully experienced his perfect love, meaning you have not experienced God, Mm -hmm. right? So, Again, the risk of it all, because that's what this is also about, yeah. right? It's the risk of not ju- of, of not juxtaposing the reality that society forces us to see every day and leaning into what God's reality is for us. I would say my challenge to us all is to identify how easy, and even think about the folks you hang around, how easy and how common is it to replicate anger, bitterness, envy, jealousy and again this goes back to the fruits of the spirit if you will the opposite the rotten mm-hmm. fruit though and from that you will even look you know from from folks that that participate in those those areas i just called out how many of us even find people that try to justify not being forgiven towards one another mm-hmm. right and and i feel like that's mind-blowing like well if you only know what he did to me that's why i can't please stop because when the tables turn and you the one caught with your pants down, meaning your booty's in the wind, all exposed, 
you either going to be begging and praying for your spouse, your kids, your employer to forgive you for what you did because that wasn't really you. You was just having a moment the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to have the other side where you feel like, you know what? Who cares? I made a mistake. Whatever. It is what it is. And the unfortunate piece of that is that that's that bitterness, that's that damage that comes in that becomes self-destructive because of your lack of self-accountability. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it allows that bitter heart to damage not only you, not only your husband, your wife, your kids, your kids' kids. This is the, those yeah. generational curses. This is why we allow those things to be so self-relevant still because we lack self-accountability. We don't want to hold each other too afraid because we don't want to offend nobody. And unfortunately, that's not showcasing what unconditional love actually looks like. And the thing is, again, I said this earlier, if we were to ask ourselves, well, what does Jesus want from us? What is it that he's expecting from us? Well, let's slide right to Matthew chapter 22, verse 36 through 40. Teacher, which is the most important commandment of the law of Moses? Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God. With all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. So, folks, let's learn, for one, to love God and accept his love for us. Because then and only then will we be able to be the very examples he has desired for us to be, clearing the way for others to be able to accept God's love for them, regardless of how someone may make you feel or an offense that you may be experiencing with people. Because, again, you know, so whether your wife forgives you or not, you need to understand that God loves you. So be love. Regardless if someone has spoken ill will uh, ill about you or, or your friends or your family, understand again, God loves you, so be love. So there's no excuse for any of us to give ourselves the liberty of exercising outside of his love, right? Because again, this doesn't mean that your feelings won't be hurt from time to time because they, they will be. You will be offended from time to time. Mm-hmm. But if you trust in the Lord, He will renew your strength and you will be able to operate in that peace that surpasses all understanding. Yeah. And I just want to say we have an opportunity to allow this year to be just like last year. Yep. Yeah. We make same arguments, same same stuff. But but we make, you know, we make it some new relationships. We make Mm. it more money. We make it, you know, get the new house, get the promotion, all the above. But um, to your point, Elsie, when life shows up, when the challenges show up, I mean, like the, these tests, we've talked about this, these tests will come intentionally from God. Yeah. And God is watching. Yeah. And, and James 4, 17 makes it clear. Whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. And mm. I'm not saying that in a sense of condemnation, but mm-hmm. you know, again, mm-hmm. our lives here are short. Listen, you, you heard the teaser. You heard the season finale. Tick tock. The, the clock is ticking. Yeah. Yeah. We will make an account for the life we live. So I just, 
I believe this was another hard pill to swallow. <laughs> this should, this I think this been. was, but I think this was, I don't think this was a hard pill to swallow, brother. I think this was again the elephant that needed to be carved the heck up. You know what? You're right. This is the elephant in the room, and we just this is the it elephant up. in the room that just needed to be devoured by us all, so that we can start to again, as you said, the TikTok of the clip. It was time for us to rise up and rise shine up. the way that we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so um, we just put some extra weight on. On, on on your on, on your uh, on your barbells for those who don't who, for those who don't work out when when you when you want to grow your muscle, um you know or if we want to build your endurance we just we we put the speed up a little bit on the treadmill we we yeah. ex- we accelerated the elevation just a little bit or increased yeah. the elevation rather so it's not to hurt you it's to build you, um, but we'll be here next Friday and yes I we hope will. You will too, but until next time. This is juxtaposition.